You know, coming to mind is the story of this evangelist that went to prison and he had these little Bibles that he dished out. You know the story, no doubt. You have heard the story, but bear with me. Because as he dished out these little Bibles, this one incarcerated person said to him, he said, listen, man, I, I, I use and I need paper to roll cigarettes and to smoke them. And, and you're really wasting your time because what I'm going to do is just roll some cigarettes out of the paper of this little Bible. And the evangelist looked at this man. He says, we've got a deal, but I'm going to give you this little Bible if you make me a promise. And the guy said, yes, I'm willing to do that. What, what, what promise? He says, well, if you promise to read every piece of paper before you tear it up and smoke it. And so it's these little New Testaments, and the story was foretell for the Varite. And so this guy said, yeah, well, that's fair enough. That's simple enough. Give me the little Bible. And so he started with Matthew, and he smoked Matthew, and he smoked Mark, and he smoked Luke, diligently reading every word before, because he made a promise before he rolled it into a cigarette. And when he got to John 3.16, as the saying goes, the word of God smoked him. And God changed him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him will not perish but have eternal life. And therefore, we urge you to read with us the Bible from Genesis to the maps. Read it slowly. Cross the T's. Dot the I's. Look at every word. Ons het verlede week gepraat oor die klemverskuiving baie keer. Doot eenvoudig as jy stadig lees dier die woord van die Heere. And you ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, reveal to my heart what you are saying to me. God is faithful and true. God will open up the scriptures to you. No matter who you are, no matter where you come from, this is not about race, color, or creed. The Bible talks about every tribe, tongue, and nation that will stand before the throne of God. We will stand before the throne of God and say, Thank you, Lord. For a country in which we could still freely read your word as much as we want to. For a country in which we can proclaim over the airwaves of this radio station, through the hills, the valleys, the alleys, wherever you are, that Jesus, no other name being given unto mankind by which God wants us to be saved. It's Christ and Christ alone. No other name. It's powerful what I'm saying to you now, because you might say to me, what is in a name? What is in a name? A name is very important. Your name is very important. And so as you listen to this broadcast this morning, somebody else might walk into your house 
And if you know that person, you know that name, that person is welcome. But if you don't know that name, as ek nou in jou huis instap en jou, jou spouse, jou husband, jou wife says, well, Weinand is here, you're going to say, mm, yeah, I've got a fair idea, I know the guy, I, I, I've heard him on radio. What's in a name? What is in a name? Did you know that your name is important to the Lord God Almighty? Did you know Isaiah 43 and verse 1 says, But now thus says the Lord who created you. You are no accident. I've once walked past somebody's fridge and this little note was on there that said, I know I'm somebody special because God makes no junk. Ek weet nie of jy verochend geluister het na die mannestories van Miller Kroukamp nie, maar die verhaal van hierdie klein dochterkie en hoe sy in die wereld gekom het. And in spite of that, no matter how you came into this world, God knows your name. And he created you. The Bible says, Isaiah 43, O Jacob, ye who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name, says the Lord. And when I share this with you and I look at the WhatsApp screen in front of me, I see names like Neville. I see names like Petra, I see names like Stacy Williams, I see names like Peter, Basson, Abby. People and brothers and sisters who I have not met in person, Russell Chambers, I see your name there, Johan. And I'm not talking about our Johan. But a name is important. A name is very important. And God says, I have called you by your name. There's a scripture where the Lord says to Moses in Exodus 17, and uh, Exodus, my apologies, that's why it's important to jot down the scriptures and make sure that what you hear is in fact so. It's Exodus 33 and verse 17. And the Lord said to Moses, I will do this thing also as you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. Do you know that God knows every single human being by their name. He has formed you. He has created you. When last have you read Psalms 139? God knows you by name. God knows the battles that you're fighting. God knows. He says the very hair on your head is counted. And there's nothing going to happen to you in this day that God does not know already about. Die Heere weet wat vir jou voorlee in hierdie dag. 
And so I got this because ultimately what I'm sharing with you, what's in a name, is that if God knows you by name, He has also given you just one name by which mankind can be saved. Now, I know this is controversial because there are many, many religions on the face of this planet. I spoke to a man two weeks ago who said to me, I do not believe that Jesus is God. I said, do you believe in the Holy Trinity? Yeah, the Ruach of God. But I do not believe in a triune God. And so, the Scriptures... It's very clear that God has given to us a name by which He wants you to be saved. By which He wants you to walk this day out. And you find that in Acts 4. And why was I hammering on the reading of God's Word? Reading it corporately, reading it together. Because no doubt if you've spent some time in the early hours of this morning. And I know some people read in the evening and some people read throughout the day. But you will get there, as long as you just get there and read God's Word. Allow it to wash over you, cross the T's, dot the I's, stop at every word. You will see that it is Peter, Peter who has denied the Lord Jesus Christ. How many times have you and I denied the Lord Jesus Christ, turned our backs on Him? And yet, my grace is with you says the Lord. My grace is with you. God said to Moses, God is saying to you, through the airways of radio pulpit, I say, laat ek nie die son opkom oor die goeie en die slechte mense nie. And so, 14 minutes after 6 on this, the 17th of July, God's grace and mercy are with you because you can hear Things we so easily take for granted, our senses, to hear, to see, to taste, to smell, to touch. And you can hear that God's mercies are with you this morning. God knows you by your name. Stop and think on that. You know, this morning when I bowed down in the early hours of this morning to pray for you, for this program, for this day, God reminded me how easily we can bend down, bow down at a chair next to a table in our house. And then there are other times when we, we play blind. Want ek wil nie nou sien, die Heere moet nie nou sien wat ek nou doen of my mee bezig hou nie. And yet God is omniscient, all-powerful, everywhere, present. This Jesus said, Behold, I send you the Holy Spirit that will be with you until the end of time, the Ruach HaKodesh. God says in Acts 4 and verse 12, He says, Neither is there salvation in any other name, for there is no other name under heaven given amongst men whereby we must be saved. Whether you believe that Jesus is God or not, it doesn't matter. The Bible believes it. The Bible says it. The Bible says a name is important. And Acts 4 speak about that name by which you and I can be saved. 
The Bible says in verse 11, This is the stone which was set at naught of your builders. In other words, rejected by the builders. The high priests, those who were supposed to be the leaders of the church, was gone astray. Peter, talking powerfully, the Bible says, filled with the Holy Spirit. In chapter 4, the same Peter who denied the Lord Jesus Christ. The same Peter, when he was warming himself at the fires of the world in that inner court, Caiaphas' house. And then you find that the Sadducees, was it Sadducees? Some people said the Sadducees and the priests were close on the heels of these disciples who were preaching. Have you noticed as you read Acts 4, have you noticed that they preached throughout the day, that it was late in the evening, En toe hierdie ouwens hulle gevangen neem, toe word hulle in die tronk gegooi, want het was laat in die aand. When last have you spent your day sharing the gospel, living out the gospel by the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? The Bible said in that day 5,000 people, 5,000 people believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. 5,000. Louis Malherbe, a brother that's gone to be with the Lord, at once said, there's only one thing that really matters. That is, when last have you led a lost soul to the Lord Jesus Christ? When last have you led a lost soul to the Lord Jesus Christ? That's all that really matters. Now you might say to me, I'm, I'm not a public speaker. You know, it scares the living daylights out of me. If you pop a microphone in my hand, Jesus didn't have microphones. The disciples didn't have microphones. But there is a scripture in 1 Peter 3.15 that says, We need always, always to be ready to tell others the reason of the hope that lives in us. 1 Peter 3.15 God has called you by your name. Sorry, the Heer het jou by jou naam geroep. Dat ek en jy moet gaan en dier ons leewijse, and sometimes we make a sorry job of it, because the Jesus film starts with these words, what a dying and unbelieving world cannot believe, is that we profess Jesus with our lips, but we deny Him with our lifestyle. Frightening words. Can your wife see Jesus in you? Can your husband see Jesus in you? The name by which God wants us to be saved. Ek het nog nie in my leven iemand ontmoet wat verloor gaan nie, amal gaan hemel toe nie, amal wil hy die Heere moet daar wees, as hulle opdaag nie, but is Christ in you? 2 Corinthians 13:5 it says, search yourself to see if Christ is in you. Kan jou seen en jou dochter Jesus in jou optrede sien? Of is die kat in die hond bang vir jou? Can your workers see Christ in you? Galatians 2.20 Do they recognize that the man or the woman they're dealing with is 
somewhat of a supernatural being because Christ is in him. What is it that sets you apart? What is it that makes you different from anybody else that they're going to meet on this day, the 17th of July? It is Christ in us. Christ in us. And it's easy to sit behind the microphone and I cannot see you in front of me. Iemand in huidig en sê, ja, jylle as omroepers doen goed, want niemand kan terugpraat nie, nie. And it is true. But there come a time to listen when we deal to God's word. Surely you're not interested in my opinion, but you're interested in God's word. God's opinion. And 1 Peter 3.15 says, we need always to be ready to tell others of the reason for this hope. And so Neville, Sari, Suzette, ek sien Suzette toe van Ivan het klaar, a voice note daar ingesteer. If you could speak for one minute, just one minute, alone, you might as well say, well, it, it's almost like you are doing right now. There's nobody around me here. It's, there's net ek and my WhatsApp and my cell phone and the radio and the luister for you. If you could speak for one minute and listen, my brother, my sister, I'm talking if you are Indian this morning, born an Indian into an Indian family. I'm waiting for your voice note where you testify to a dying world of Christ in you. If you are Tosa, Sutu, Venla, doesn't matter which tribe or culture you come from, I'm waiting for your voice note this morning where you will address brothers and sisters of the hope that lives in you. If you are English or Afrikaans or whatever it is, that God, tongue that God has laid on your soul, I'm waiting for your voice note. 1 Peter 3.15, that you be ready to tell others of the reason for the hope that is in you. One minute. 30 seconds to a minute. You'd be amazed what you can say. 30 seconds to a minute. And so, Father God, we bow down before your throne of grace this morning. Thank you for the most beautiful name being given unto mankind. He, uh, Acts 4 and verse 12. Isn't it amazing? As I was praying, I was thinking of Hebrews 4 and verse 12. The word of God brings life and is stronger than a two-edged sword. I pray that this two-edged sword would cut unto bone and marrow into your heart, that you would realize that Jesus and Jesus alone is the name that's been given to us by which God wants us to be saved. We can speak another day on the reason for saved and what it means, why saved. But that you would bow your heart before this name, that you would bow your heart before this God who said, I have called you by your name. I know you by name. But there's also a name that is important to me, and that is my son, Jesus, the Christ, the Redeemer, the Savior, die Baramhartige, die Genade, die Heere, my lamp, my song, the Lord, my God, my rock, my salvation. And that jy and ek sal buig in hierdie dag voor hom en sê, Heere, kom reinig my, come purge me, cleanse me, Lord. Use me this day to honor and glorify your majestic name. Thank you for my name. 
Thank you that you know me by name. But there's a name greater than my name, and that's your name, Yeshua, Jesus, the Christ. Thank you for saving me. Thank you that I have a testimony. Thank you, Lord, that I will seize even this day, the 17th of July, and make use of my local Christian radio station to tell a dying world of the hope that's living in me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, my brother, my sister. And now that WhatsApp number, if you want to <laughs> be counted this day, because of God knows everything. It's omniscient, all-powerful, all-majestic, the very God that makes sure there's enough oxygen for every living human being on the face of this planet is the God that infinitely knows you. The Bible says not even a word on your tongue, and He knows what it's going to be. Don't you want to send us a WhatsApp? Oh, wait, two, six, five, seven, two, seven, two, nine. What would you tell a dying world of the hope that lives in you. 1 Peter 3 and verse 15. And with your permission, I want to play it a little bit later on in this program, right here on air. Share with the dying world because truly we are living in the last seconds if you look at the world around us. Christ's return is imminent. The Bible says today is the day for salvation. Vandaag is die dag van redding, dier die enigste naam, waar God wil hee die mens moet gered word. No other name, but the name of Jesus. The truth becomes so bright.